With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Here's someone we want to listen to. Of course, I'm talking about Cam Rogers, golf and betting analyst for the Believe Podcast Network, national TV betting host on Stadium as well. Cam, okay, so putting aside the point that Freddie Couples did not back down. It was like, no, no, I stand by calling Phil Mickelson a nutbag. How much have you seen <laughs> this resentment grow? I mean, I feel like it's slowly gotten worse over time, not just because of this example, but, you know, at one point there was this talk, okay, the PGA Tour and Live Tour are going to work something out. I feel like that's not the case any longer. Yeah, that's not happening, and great to be with you guys, as always. Listen, Fred Couples is the old man who's saying, get off my lawn. And also, not a lot of people like Phil Mickelson or Sergio Garcia, but not a lot of people like Fred Couples either. So, like, all of these people aren't exactly well-liked. What I can tell you about last night's major AWK dinner, Phil Mickelson sat at the end of the table, did not say anything anything reportedly did not say a word during the champions dinner live was never mentioned i guess fred couples was very talkative but again live was never mentioned that is such an unprecedented thing we're talking about phil mickelson guys who used to just like stroll into the broadcast booth after a round and chatted up with jim nance he's a shell of himself now it's pretty wild Mm -hmm. yeah so let's set the table for this year's masters and i don't think anybody's saying oh phil mickelson really has a shot here uh maybe some other live golfers do but before we get into the handicapped and who you like to win what are the factors that play a role this year at augusta because i think off the top we got to mention the weather 100 percent. i think that's the storyline for sure here chelsea because we have very unique conditions this year in particular kind of like 2007 when zach johnson won it was cold and damp and the ball wasn't traveling all that far that's why zach johnson was able to win there because nobody was hitting it far that week we're looking at 50 degrees this weekend especially Saturday for a high. And so, number one, that's not good Tiger weather. I'll say that as a footnote. Mm -hmm. But number two, the ball is not going to travel as far. The course is going to be damp. That means the ball isn't going to roll as far. And normally it doesn't in dry conditions at Augusta National because the grass grows toward you, meaning it stops the ball as it's rolling down the fairway, much dislike any other course on the PGA Tour. So bombers are going to be at a premium. I think the leaderboard on Sunday evening will be littered with the likes of Scotty Scheffler, Rory McIlroy, Xander Shoffley, these guys who can pipe it down the fairway. We're talking with Cam Rogers, golf and betting analyst for the Believe Podcast Network. Check out him as a national TV betting host on Stadium as well. Cam, so Tiger, I mean, we can go back and forth about you know, his history at the Masters. He obviously knows his course as well as anyone, even though I don't think anyone expects him to truly be in contention. But I did want to touch on what he said yesterday, which I thought was something that took me aback a little bit, which is saying, listen, I don't know how many of these tournaments I have left in me, and he's 47 years old. I just wanted to get your take on that because I think I didn't expect Tiger to play for the next 20, 25 years, but the 
the man sounds like he's winding it down. Yeah, a little bit somber yesterday. Yeah. Much different than last year. Remember last year when he was like, yeah, I'm here to win. That's why I'm here. Mm -hmm. We didn't get that yesterday. And so you have to wonder if reality is setting in a little bit for Tiger because let's face it, he now has two years worth of sample size of dealing with this leg. Last year he had one year. So he has a better understanding of his body and how he can go about playing championship golf. And playing Augusta National is not easy. We talked about this last year, the undulations, the rolling hills. He can hit the golf ball. He's got good swing speed. But if his leg does not cooperate, it's all moot. So I think that Tiger is starting to realize that the end is near, but he still thinks he can compete with these guys. He just doesn't know how that leg is going to cooperate. Can he push off it, et cetera, et cetera. People are asking me, is this his last Masters? 100% no. But this could be one of his last where he actually has a chance at contending on a Sunday afternoon. It's a, a real shame that the weather is not cooperating. Because I think if we got sunny skies, that maybe Tiger Woods would be in contention. It's just the weather is not boding well for somebody who is already very banked up. All right, so let's talk about winners. Uh, well, you got to pick one, of course. But it's really tough because if you look at these past you know, years, a uh, couple years on the PGA Tour, the chalk has been pretty good. Like you look at the the top names on the leaderboard. If you picked any of those guys, I wouldn't disagree with you. The way that Scotty Scheffler is playing, he's already won a Masters too. Rory McIlroy, we know he wants that green jacket. And he's been playing really well too, profiles well for this course. So which of the favorites do you really like here? I love betting on the Masters because it's such a chalky event to your point. And this is a really profitable week because you have sticky course history. You have really strong trends that you can base your picks off of. I'll give you a few. 10 out of the last 10 winners, top 25 in the world. 10 out of the last 10 winners, at least the top 15 in the last seven events. 10 out of the last 10 finished in the top 30 in at least one of their previous two starts. I've got more, but let me just tell you who's winning this golf tournament, and it's Rory McIlroy getting his career grand slam. Number two in strokes gained total at the Masters over the last 10 years. Number one in driving distance, crushes par fives. Third in strokes gained total in the majors in the last five years. His tee to green game is elite, and again, we're talking about a soaky, wet Augusta National. Hmm, that reminds me of 2011 Congressional U.S. Open, a wet golf course where Rory lapped the field. That's not going to happen this week, but he loves these conditions. So I think it finally happens for him, and he joins Gene Sarazen as the only player in golf history to complete the career Grand Slam here at Augusta National. Cam, it's become almost, I don't want to say a running joke, but each and every major tournament, Double D and I say, what about Will Zalatoris? What about Will Zalatoris? Is he ever going to break through? I mean, he was so close last year, as you know, his second at the U.S. Open, right? He was tied for second, I think, at the PGA. And now he's coming off surgery here, but 33 to 1. Do you like those odds as a longer shot, or is he just not primed and healthy enough yet to win here? Yeah, Jenks, I was on him too last year, and the iron game was pristine. Not so good mm -hmm. right now, guys. Look at his strokes gained approach numbers. They're just not there. Tee to green, just not there. Let's wait a little bit maybe for the U.S. Open, PGA Championship next month, see how his game is at that point. But I can't go there this year. I like other players in that region if we want to go down the board a little bit. But for Willie, Z uh, Willie Zalatoris, probably not going to happen this week. 
Okay, so who are the mid-range golfers that you do like? Because I think another stat that I saw was no uh, golf, uh, no Masters champion in the last 10 years has been more than like 66 to 1. So yeah. maybe you find some value in the mid-range, like maybe not further down the board, but who are some of the mid-range guys that you think have a chance here? Yeah, this is not the week to get cute with your outright picks. Please do not pick Tiger Woods. You are lighting your money on fire. Sanjay M, love the value over there at BetMGM. I think this guy can certainly win a major. Probably a Masters at some point. Multiple top tens in his first three appearances here at Augusta National. Four top tens this season. And he's got this rare combination of really good tee to green game and really good scrambling game. That's a rare trait because usually it's one or the other, right? Short game or iron play. Sanjay's got both, and I think he's unflappable. I like him for a top 20 lock this week, but some serious value in the outright market too over there at BetMGM. Cam, we got about three minutes left here, and I just wanted to kind of get your opinion on this because I'm, I'm sure you've heard the story that one thing that is being proposed or talked about is maybe limiting how far you can hit a golf ball because they keep elongating these courses, but at some point, how much can you do that? You run out of space, so should they start tweaking the equipment? What is your take on that? Is it a good idea? Are there pros and cons? Yeah, I think there are pros and cons. I mean... It's kind of a slippery slope, right? Because yeah. golf fans love watching these low-scoring tournaments, electric birdies and eagles left and right. But to your point, eventually we are going to run out of property. Matter cannot be created or destroyed, right? <laughs> right. So that is the reality of the situation. And it seems like Tiger is on board with this, which means probably the PGA Tour players are going to fall in line a little bit. Now, this is a USGA matter, meaning that it may not affect what happens at the Masters because Augusta National has its own rules, of course. But with the other PGA Tour events and what have you, we could see some changes. No effect on the amateur level. This is all about professionals. It's hard for me to really have a, yeah. star, a stern stance on this because I love watching the ball fly and Rory rip it. But eventually, yeah, I feel like you have to dial it back just a little bit. Yeah, it feels that way, but it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out. He is a golf betting analyst for the Believe Podcast Network. Check him out as a national TV betting host on Stadium as well. It is our friend Cam Rogers, also on Twitter, Mr. Rogers99. Cam, we really appreciate it. Great stuff as usual, and good to see you. Thank you, guys. Enjoy the week. You bet. Oh, Chelsea, that is such a, it's an interesting conversation that I've read a little bit about, and I was glad to get Cam's input there. But I think that's the main thing, which is what do you, you can only extend the course or move back the tee box so much. I mean, at some point, if the game continues to evolve, all of a sudden you got these guys off the tee and they're hitting it on the green and sort of the short game part of the equation goes away. Almost like in basketball, I feel like, where the mid-range jumper has gone away because it's either dunks or three-point or three-point shots, and you sort of take away one of the great parts of the game. I guess. I don't know. Because you look at golfers who have bombed it off the tee. Remember when Bryson DeChambeau said he was going to, like, eat Augusta for lunch or something like that? Mm -hmm. And then he, like, did not. And he, like, you know, <laughs> did terrible. And he didn't. Um, I don't know. Uh, I'm not in talks. Like, this is not my decision to make. So, honestly, like, I don't really care that much. But I personally like seeing guys bombing off the tee. When you see Dustin Johnson hit one, mm -hmm. like, over 300 yards, I like seeing it. So, maybe I'm just a casual, but I don't know. I like seeing him bomb it.
I mean, I don't too. Hopefully there's a happy medium, but that's something that is definitely going to take place at some point. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.